Jean sat against the wall in the middle of a corridor, strumming notes on his guitar. Delighting melody, more self-tragedy than anything else, soothed him more than he dared admit. Sleep had finally come, free of nightmares the previous night. It often did when he had something warm beside him. Now of a ruffled shirt, the top two buttons undone and a bruise or two down his neck, Jean ignored passerbys who whispered and flushed to the implication of his presence. He'd never been one to worry about a walk of shame, not when he still wasn't sure what scene would wait upon arriving back at his dorm. His left hand worked further down the neck of the instrument, fingers stretching into familiar shapes, the metal strings biting into his skin. He'd have liked to have said the risk was calculated, that those hasty words had been spoken in an effort to prevent Blake's pointless little episode. She'd run away time after time, never once finding the answers she wanted. He hadn't for once thought words would stop her, but when silence wouldn't either, was it not worth the attempt? A tired chuckle slipped from between his lips. That was what he would have liked to say, but for the truth that he'd lost control, just like he had the day before where he had taken more pleasure than was strictly necessary in the act of putting Cardin down. Life after life, year after year, after a while, the sensation became dull and muted. What had once been enjoyable had been reduced to nothing more than tired motions. Blake's tantrum was not a new experience. It happened every single time, no matter what he tried. That was why the guitar was novel, he supposed. It was because he had not played it for what felt like decades, or maybe even centuries. That was why his family was so new and exciting as well. As cruel as that sounded. But the day-to-day -day life of Beacon was not new, nor was it nearly as joyful. To think. Some people complained about being in school for four or more years. They should try that many centuries. So yes, perhaps it had been understandable that the frustration would mount up feshing beneath the surface, hiding under those dopey expressions and lazy smiles. For all that much in life became boring. Adrenaline and anger never did, nor did the grief and rage. Hating the White Fang was part of him now, as was enjoying the thrill of battle. Yang had mentioned it once, that overpowering drug that lived within your own body. It was one of the few things that could get him truly excited these days, beyond new experiences, that was. And isn't there something to say about me relating peaceful times with my family to the thrill of life or death combat? Jean? A voice called, and without missing a single note, he looked up and down the corridor to where Yang and Weiss approached. They looked worried, and it didn't take him long to guess why. A soft sigh escaped him, so Blake hadn't taken his words to heart. She knew what Adam was like. It had been in vain hope, but forcing her confession that little early? It couldn't have hurt to try. Morning. He said, strumming a little louder and slipping into a tune more befitting a romantic ballad. Were you worried about me? Oh, that's so sweet. Where's Blake? Yang snapped. Hmm? He slipped his head higher, playing the calls. Wasn't she with you? The note stopped entirely, tight fingers wrapping around his own and pinning them to the strings. 
Jean looked up in time to catch a flash of scarlet in the blonde's eyes, before they faded back to purple. Yang wasn't in the mood to play games, it seemed. Where is she? Yang repeated. How should I know? Jean said, making sure she could see that he wasn't messing around either. The girl sighed and let go of his hand, allowing him to shake his fingers a little before beginning the melody once more. Does it look like she's my child or something? Their expression didn't budge. I spent the night in someone else's room. He didn't miss the grimace both girls showed. So I'm afraid I have no idea what happened from the last time I saw you. Blake left. Why said, stepping forward with a complex expression. The girl's fight often stemmed from Weiss's words and actions, so Jean supposed it made sense she considered herself to blame. It ought to have been a little easier for her this time, however, since it was he who had pushed Blake over the edge. She's... Weiss looked around before whispering. She told us her heritage, and what she used to be, before running away. We thought she might have come back. Or that maybe she's gone to talk with you or something. But it's already 10 in the morning and she hasn't showed up. Her scroll is turned off as well. Weiss added. Jean hummed. Strumming lightly on the strings as he let his eyes drift shut. Typical Blake. Always so stubborn and unrelenting. That had been one of the things he liked about her. Because wasn't it the same for himself? The man who lived his life over and over again with just one single goal. But of course, she wouldn't listen to them. She just had to see the truth for herself. And what do you want me to do about it? Jean asked. I want you to help us look for her. She can't have gone far, and I'm sure she's still in Vale. We can comb the streets and ask around if anyone's seen her. Go right ahead. I'll wait right here. But, but pardon? Yang was still smiling, though even to him it looked strained and weak. Weiss seemed suddenly nervous too, looking between the two of them with an anxious expression. Yang laughed. I thought for a second that you said you wouldn't help us find our teammate. The situation was delicate. Jean was more adept at sensing danger than most, and even an amateur would have been able to read the threat in Yang's words. A lesson person might have been cowed. Yeah, that's what I said. Fingers curled into his collar. Dragging Jean up so that his face was almost touching hers. Try again. Yang hissed. No. Calm, collected. The exact opposite of the emotions that warred across his old friend's face. With a scowl, she tossed him back. Jean wincing as his ass impacted the hard floor. He kept a safe hold of his guitar, cradling it against his stomach. Blake needs her help. She's out there on her own, doing God knows what, and you just want to sit here and, and play guitar and whore around? Hey now, Yang. He chastised. I'll have you know, I don't charge for my services. Blake's? Blake will be absolutely fine. Neither of them were impressed at that. In fact, it looked like they thought him insane. Jean rubbed his forehead. His head hurt. A migraine building behind his eyes. It seemed to spike when he had said that, but he ignored it with practice ease. She would be fine. It was true. Not that they could know it. Every repeat. Every time. 
the two of them would rush out into Vale in search of Blake. And every single time they would never find her. About the only thing they would achieve was wasting their own time and that wasn't something he was keen on joining them in with. Besides, Blake always made it out in the end. So you're not going to help us? Yang asked. Fist clenched at her side as she glared down at him. It didn't look like she shared his confidence in her partner, which was a little sad when he thought of her like that. Then again, she didn't have the benefit of foreknowledge either, so he'd forgive her for being worried. We could report her absence to the teachers, Jean offered. They'd be better able to search for her and have her arrested. Yang hissed, quieter this time. Ospen wouldn't have Blake arrested. But then again, how could Jean explain that to either of them without raising more questions? No, we have to do this on our own, as a team. And there was that troubling word again, so casually dropped from her lips. If Jean got involved in Blake's little soiree at the dock, then he was fairly sure Osman would count that as being more than enough to secure his presence in Beacon. It was hard to think of something more worthy of proof than fighting a dangerous criminal while he's surrounded by armed terrorists. Even if he stuck with Yang and Weiss, where they would have arrived late, Jean wasn't willing to risk it. Visiting Vale should not have ended with him meeting everyone. Weiss' concert should have not resulted in him winning that prize. If there was something pushing him towards those events, then going with Yang and Weiss seemed like a bad idea. You two go look for her then. I'll stay in that dorm in case she comes back. You. Yang shook her head, scowling at him. You know what? Fine. Stay here. We'll go find our teammate on our own. Sounds good to me. Jean watched Yang's face fall, before she became angry once more. If she were hoping to guilt him into it, then she'd be disappointed. His head hurt too much for such emotions. Good luck, though. Yang's mouth opened and closed a few times, before eventually she huffed and spun on the spot, storming away. Weiss watched him silently for a few seconds, and Jean raised one eyebrow to ask if she wanted to say something. She shook her head as well, however, following after Yang. He sighed, strumming a few strings. The music sounded flat, however, and with a sigh he stopped. They were disappointed in him. Well... That wasn't anything new. It frustrated and hurt him to see those looks on the faces of his best friends, who he had died for so many times. But again, they didn't know. It wasn't their fault. God damn it, Blake. Jean sighed, finally letting the guitar slump against him. You really are more trouble than you're worth sometimes. Hmm, sorry, not seen her. The elderly man said. Weiss didn't think he looked at the picture very hard, but if the shopkeeper wasn't willing to look at a photo, then he probably wouldn't have remembered actually seeing Blake either. But do you want to buy anything? No, but thank you. Weiss forced out a polite smile as she nodded and left the store. She heard him mumble something behind her, but she slammed the door before she could turn back and give him a piece of her mind. Yang stood outside spreading a pocket of empty space around her through the sheer power of her glower. No luck. He hasn't seen anything. 
Then it's the same as the last ten. Come on. We can keep trying. Yeah. If Yang heard Weiss's reluctance, then she didn't comment on it, which was likely for the best. Delon had been in a furious mood ever since Beacon, and that didn't look to be changing anytime soon. What a mess. Weiss thought to herself. Here she was, wandering around Vale on a hot Saturday at noon, looking for, but kind of hoping she didn't find, their missing teammate. And if Yang found out how she really felt, then sparks would fly. It's not that I don't want to find Blake, she quickly assured herself. She didn't want anything bad to happen to her, and spending the night alone in the city wasn't a good thing at all. But at the same time, Weiss wasn't sure what would happen if they did find her. Blake was a Faunus. No, that didn't really bother her. Blake was a member of the White Fang, the very organization that had made it their life goal to eradicate the Schnee family from the face of Remnant. Someone who could have so easily killed her, having slipping not two meters away. Weiss was a proud girl in most situations, but that thought made her shiver. I came to Beacon to escape these things. Do they have to follow me even here? I can't believe him. Yang growled, for what must have been the tenth time in as many minutes. And of course, there was that little kettle of fish as well. They'd been in Vale for three hours now. And if Weiss had thought Yang's temper would have cooled, then she'd been quickly disabused at such a notion. <sighs> I know. Weiss said, more because she heard what was no doubt coming so many times already. It's just... I, I can't believe how he wouldn't. I thought he cared about us. I know, Yang. Why sighed? Gods, how she knew. For a second, Yang looked at her, and Weiss thought she made her frustration a little too obvious. But the girl quickly turned back to ranting about their leader. Weiss wiped an imaginary bit of sweat from her brow, making a quick note not to get Yang any angrier than she already was. All they had to do was find Blake, decide on what it was they even wanted to do with her, then do it, she supposed. Maybe the time it took would give Weiss the opportunity to figure out how she felt about her... her teammate. Maybe it would give her time she needed to figure out how she felt about her partner too. And wasn't that a statement loaded with implications? Except no. Her partner didn't make her heart race or skin go warm. He made her heart race in the sense that her blood boiled, pumping around her even faster as she sometimes wanted to encase him in ice. In fact, her whole team was a mess. And this seemed to be proof of that. She was currently afraid of Yang. She didn't know if she could trust Blake. And didn't even understand John. Sure, she'd never been the most sociable of people, but come on, this was ridiculous. Pyrrha's team was so simple by comparison. Two childhood friends, a championship fighter, and a young girl. The biggest drama of which being that Ren and Nora probably liked one another, but didn't know how to express it. Right now, Weiss would have killed to be on Ruby's team. Do you think she'll be okay? Hmm, sorry? Weiss asked, trying to pretend she didn't just zone out. Blake. I'm just. I'm just. What if she got into trouble? Or what if she had to sleep rough in an alleyway and was attacked? Then there'd be some unconscious mugger in an alleyway. Why scoff? 
before her eyes widened at that terrified expression on Yang's face. Okay. The blonde was really worried. Why sighed as she walked over to touch the girl's arm? Yang. She'll be absolutely fine. Leaving aside the fact that Blake's a trained huntress, she's also... her life before. She, she probably knows her way around the darker elements of a city than we do. Both you and Jean know about the White Fang. Yang slumped onto a nearby bench, and after a moment's caution to check for any muck, Wai sat beside her. You had to deal with them when you were younger, and... I guess it was obvious from his voice. I just... To me, they're just a name. You've not actually seen what they're capable of, or being affected by their handiwork. Weiss nodded, and she had to admit that Jean's reaction had been on her mind too. It was something she couldn't get out of her head, particularly the tone of his voice, and the way he seemed to tower over them all. I want to defend Blake, but I want to do it because she's my partner and my friend. She's someone who never cared about whether I was popular or not, or how strong I was and what I wanted to do. She puts up with my puns, even if she looks like she wants to strangle me. I enjoy being around her. This isn't about the wife thing. What she's done in the past doesn't even matter to me. Yang trailed off, but Weiss could infer the rest. But it does to the two of you, Yang wanted to add. The White Fang are a terrorist group, Wise said slowly, trying to pick out the right words to explain how she felt without alienating Yang or dooming Blake. I won't say that some of what Blake said wasn't true, but it's not the whole truth. There's much to an anti-fauna settlement than the SDC, and the White Fang existed long before we started hiring faunas. Before Blake and I were even born, to be honest. I suppose by the time we were both old enough to know the world around us, the White Fang and my family were already at war. Did Blake ever do anything to you? Yang asked, and the question made Weiss wince. I never met her before Beacon, I promise. Look Yang. Weiss sighed heavily. I am trying to think on this reasonably, and I am trying to find where she is. I just don't know what I want to say or do if we find her. Yang's face fell into her hands, though she was too strong to cry. It just feels like I'm the only one on our team that actually wants to save it. Jean doesn't care, or he doesn't care about Blake because of what she is. You're not sure if you want to have Blake on our team anymore, and I'm just stuck in the middle. I like Blake. I like our team. I like our team too. Weiss said, and it was something of a surprise to admit it was the truth. I hate how confusing it is, but I can't say I hate the team nearly as much as I thought I would. <laughs> Gee, thanks. And that's why I'm out here. Because I'm willing to swallow my pride, force back my distrust and confront her, if it means we can maybe get our team back together. For Team Jazzberry? Yang smiled. Holding out a fist. Uh, yeah. Wise smiled shakily and reached out to shake Yang's fist. It must have been some bizarre custom from Patch. For Team... For Team Jazzberry. It's not that bad of a name. Uh, it really is, though. Wise sighed. 
But you know, there's more than just the two of us on our team. It's all well and good for us to agree to hear Blake out. But what about Jean? The reminder made Yang scowl and toss her hand angrily. Weiss coughed out some blonde strands that had slapped into her face. I was kind of thinking we wouldn't even tell him. If he doesn't care about her, then he shouldn't care when she comes back. Right? To Weiss's disgust, she had to admit that might work. Jean was lazy and apathetic at the best of times, and if Blake vanished, he'd probably shrug and get on with life. If she returned, he'd do the same, usually without the slightest hitch. But that was how he was usually, a factor which had been thrown out of the window the moment he opened his mouth the previous night. Jean's experience with the White Fang. Why said, a statement which made Yang's shoulders slump. And judging from how he acted, they weren't good. I was hoping we'd ignore that. It's just... I'm not sure what to do about it. Without knowing more, I'm not sure there's anything we can do. Weiss frowned into the palm of her hand. Did you notice that he called Blake out specifically? He not only knew she was a Faunus, but also that she had been part of the White Fang before. Unlike me? Whatever experience he had, Blake was part of it. Which made things all kinds of complicated. Had Jean been part of the White Fang too? No. That was silly. She'd seen him in various stages of undress, much to her horror, and he didn't have any animal parts that would have defined him. He could have been part Faunus, but that wouldn't have been enough for the White Fang as it was today. From what she knew, the old White Fang used to have a lot of human members, supporters and protesters who agreed with their aims. But when it came to more... militant? They started to purge their ranks, sometimes violently. Even if Jean was half Faunus, he'd have been hard-pressed to prove it to them before they attacked. Plus, the way he talked about them showed a level of emotion she wasn't used to hearing from him. His interactions with them. They had been just as visceral as her own. Had Jean lost someone he loved as well? Was that why he acted as he did? Like nothing in the world mattered anymore. It was also the first time he called her by her name. I used to think it was a joke he was playing. Do you... Do you think it was his way of refusing to acknowledge her because he knew the truth? Weiss didn't know what to think, and her silence said it. Yang's point was an interesting one, and something she hadn't considered. That could complicate matters. If it meant he hated her as much as that made it seem, even if he was just passive-aggressive, he might use this opportunity to have her removed from Beacon. And would that be such a problem? when it was a terrorist they were talking about? That's something I can decide on later. They searched for another hour or two. It was hard to keep track of time. Yang and her would enter various buildings and shops, showing people the few pictures of Blake they'd taken on their scrolls. Once or twice they were near cases, where people thought they might have, maybe, if the light was right, or if they weren't imagining it. Inevitably, those leads ran dry and Weiss began to wonder what they were hoping to achieve at all. Unless someone literally said, Oh yeah, she's right behind you. Then they wouldn't be able to track her down. 
but she didn't dare express those concerns to Yang, even if the blonde must have already known. In reality, all they were doing was wandering around in a vague hopes of bumming into their errant teammate, and it seemed luck was not on their side. It's getting on, Wai said, making Yang spin to glare at her. Yang. It's five in the afternoon, and we need to stop for some food. I can keep going. Yes, I'm sure you can. But you'll be hungry and distracted. That made Yang growl, though she did not stop in her path. No doubt she recognized the truth in Weiss's words. We can head back to Beacon, grab a small meal and check in to see if Blake has returned. Weiss didn't think she would have. Surely someone would have sent them a message if it was so. But it didn't hurt to hope. <sighs> okay, you're right. Maybe she's gotten it out of her system and come home. Yeah. Weiss said, without a shred of confidence. Maybe she has. <laughs>